and welcome to The Schism. This podcast is all about critical thinking, dot connecting, the nature of reality, and trying to uncover the truth about the world we live in, society, who we are, and where we come from. Hello and welcome to The Schism. Today I'm joined by my co-host Adam. Hello everyone. And a very special guest is joining us for the second time today, author and MK Ultra mind control survivor and whistleblower, Kathy O'Brien. Kathy, thanks so much for speaking to us again today. Thank you for the opportunity. I've looked forward to talking with you guys again. So in the previous episode, we talked briefly about your books, PTSD, Time to Heal, Transformation of America, and Access Denied, but we didn't really talk about your new movie, Trance, a Kathy O'Brien story, which has just come out, and you were kind enough to send us the link to it. We watched it, thought it was great. Loved it. Can you tell us a little bit about how this came about and why you decided to make this at the time that you've made it? Well, Mind Control, Masked as a Virus, was unleashed on the global population. It was important to get information out on mind control because knowledge is our defense against it. And I had participated in a previous movie that exposed much of what had happened with the Kennedy assassination and exposed the CIA and the FBI. And it kind of just led me to these wonderful people who wanted to do trance movie. And that Adrian Youngblood did a phenomenal job of not only telling my story, because it's really not just about me. It's about mind control, human slavery, healing the nation and really healing the world. And anybody can see it there at trance.movie or through my website, trance-formation.com. But trance really gives a comprehensive understanding of MK Ultra mind control, what it entails and what components were imposed on society and continue to be including financial control. Um, but basically the most important factor is that trauma is the basis for mind control. And when we understand that we can start safeguarding our brains against intrusion and manipulation at a time of trauma. And really that's why we put it together. And I'm, I'm very pleased with the way that it turned out because it, it takes like the negative of my life's experience and turns it into a positive that empowers others. It becomes empowering to have the information, to understand what's going on around us so that we can all effectively take back our personal sovereignty and effectively protecting our children because our children are targeted. They are the focus of this new world order agenda. For one, the child sex trafficking Human trafficking, drug trafficking is a funding mechanism of this new world order. So when we have the information, when we understand how the education system's infiltrated, what areas of society have been infiltrated, then we can be effective in restoring peace, freedom, and um, justice on a global scale, take back our sovereignty. So in terms of timing, I guess, in a sense, because of what's happened in the COVID era, it's almost like the population at large is finally ready to understand your story and MKUltra itself, because it's now become so blatant. And, and, yeah, these, and these things are being enacted onto us as a global population. It's like it almost needed to get that obvious and blatant 
for people to see it, to really be able to grasp your story. I feel like the COVID era was like a cattle prod for people. They've finally woken up, but it's taken something like this to do it. That's so true. And many of the components of MK Ultra mind control that I was exposed to and experienced, I've seen it imposed on society. And as soon as I saw what was going on with the masking and the social distancing and keeping people from talking with each other because controlled media wanted to have the full narrative and to be able to manipulate people's minds with that information. So as soon as I saw that happening, I knew what was going on. Again, knowledge is our defense against it. And my life's experience certainly gave me the knowledge. It gave me um, a lot of information from the inside because I was deep in the Washington DC swamp among very high level politically affluent perpetrators. And they openly discussed their plan for implementing their new world order slave society agenda. They discussed it and talked of how they were going to manipulate the minds of the masses. And it's been a plan slowly brewing behind the scene for a long, long time. Like I said, it's nothing new. When we understand that it has very deep roots, it's been around for a long, long time. We're just now seeing it. That's the exciting part for me is because awareness is the first step towards positive necessary change. People are finally seeing it. They're traumatized to see what's going on. And they, when they understand mind-brain function, they'll be able to protect their brains from caving into that trauma and instead to be able to use it to catapult their brain into new ways of thinking and learn how to use their mind in a way of thinking of solutions that they can apply. Negativity is immobilizing. And when we have truth, when truth frees us from the fear, when truth frees us from that immobilizing negativity, that's when we can make a positive difference in light of the information that we are all gaining right now on mind control. Yeah, it's almost like we don't run away from it, we run towards it. You have to face exactly face it head, head on. When I was under mind control, they always told me there was no place to run and no place to hide. And that was just part of their control. And when Mark rescued me and took me from that horrible situation, he told me there is no need to run because they're the ones who have everything to hide. And obviously they're trying to do it through the controlled media. He said, if you're going to run, run right at them because they're not expecting that. So to be able to just stand up against it and say, no, I'm not going to comply anymore. That just completely (laughs) blows their paradigm right there and just shifts their paradigm right on the spot because they're expecting compliance from the people. They're counting on their mind control to work, but they've made it so blatant. People caught onto it. They call it mass formation psychosis. They refer to it as brainwashing. There's different terms. Whatever term we need to apply, the fact is it's mind manipulation in order to make us compliant and succumb to the new world order controls that they're trying to impose. Truth frees us from that. And when they see that people are waking up, they're just panicking and they're just exposing themselves all the more in their frantic effort to regain control. So we're seeing more and more of that. 
It's fun to see that because when um, I healed from mind control and I regained my free thought, my free will, I began speaking out right away. It was love for my daughter that compelled me to speak out, not bitterness or hatred of, of my abusers. That's the vibration they want. And they're not going to get that from me. So I'm just going to live love and love is my motivation to be able to speak out. And because I healed from within and gathered my strength of spirit and tapped into that absolute power of love, which is the most powerful force in the universe. They couldn't trigger me no matter how hard they tried. You should have seen their faces when they realized that all their secrets and personal reputations were no longer safe. And, and it just totally freaked them out. And um, they panicked then. They're panicking again now because they're seeing people waking up. And it's because really of people telling each other and raising that awareness. It's because of people like you two, you know, making the difference, getting the word out there, being active in raising awareness. It's made all the difference in the world. It's set people free and people are re reclaiming their lives right now. And that's another reason why trance movie is so important right now, because it shows people where the roots of corruption are planted so they can uproot it. And it's not just about the United States. This is a global, this is a new world order effort. So it's a global expose. My 1995 testimony for Congress names people from all over the world that I was exposed to various government leaders and, and drug lords that my daughter and I were trafficked to, or that we had to interact with in, and deliver messages to or whatever. It's all documented in Transformation of America. National security was invoked on it because of that pertinent information. And trance movie takes those facts that have all been proven and brings it into today where we can see the comparative. Oh, that's why we were locked down in our houses. That's why, you know, we start to understand the trauma that's being imposed and how, how that had such an effect on our minds. When we understand our mind brain function, we realize that we can reclaim our free thought, free will, soul expression and rise above the suppression, but it takes awareness first. So you were just talking then about, you know, high ranking government officials and how you were working on like a White House Pentagon level. So this is what is referred to as a presidential model. Yes. Can you explain what this term means to our listeners? And would I be right in thinking that someone like Marilyn Monroe could have even been a, what they call a presidential model? Yes, she was one of the, the very first. And my owner in MK Ultra Mind Control, U.S. Senator Robert C. Byrd, used to often remind me that if they could kill Marilyn Monroe right in front of the public eye, who would care what happened to the likes of me? Because she is the first presidential model and known to be really a, a associated in, in that regard, and then to be killed in the public eye. Senator Byrd said that he is the one who had manipulated her and had hoped to be able to compromise the politicians of the time with trafficking her. Things didn't quite work that way, so she ended up being killed. Kennedy were assassinated. The blackmail ops didn't didn't work. But nevertheless, Bird had, had been part of that and had tried that. 
Um, there have been other presidential models who work on a White House Pentagon level. There are those around the world that are considered presidential models. I was always told that Maggie Trudeau, Margaret, she's married to Pierre Trudeau, who is an MK Ultra mind control specialist. I mean, he was just absolute master of MK Ultra, of individuals, of a nation. He was a prime minister of Canada, the father of Justin Trudeau. Now, whether or not he's the biological father, I doubt that because Gerald Ford had repeatedly let me know that Maggie Trudeau was a presidential model, MK Ultra mind control slave as well, hence her reputation for the sexual promiscuity and, and, and all. Um, so I don't know who the biological father was, but I do know that Pierre Trudeau was heavily involved in MK Ultra and believed in the Hitler Himmler research that sexual abuse of children prior to the age of five would cause a dissociative identity disorder that makes a person very highly suggestible, easily led and compliant. It's why I was targeted for MKUltra mind control. How I was thrust into the project was because I was multi-generational incest-based. So, you know, we look at, at someone like Justin Trudeau and it raises a question, was he influenced by Pierre Trudeau? Or was he sexually abused by Pierre Trudeau? And is he under MKUltra? As like I was told his mother was. It raises questions when we start looking around and, and factor mind control into the equation, especially on the highest levels of government. It's easy to start seeing how we get these Manchurian candidates well-placed all around the world. Who's holding the puppet strings? Who is the one that is manipulating all this? When you follow the, the trail on MK Ultra Mind Control to see who's pulling strings, when you follow the science on the COVID, you're going to be following the money because it's all the same string. It goes to the same people and follow the money. You're going to get your answers. So a presidential model would be someone that was under MK Ultra. Would it have to be someone that had like sex programming? And did it have to be someone that was even like blonde hair, blue eyes or a certain look? Not necessarily. There were different ones. And th there were those who were used sexually. And in th that position, they can be used to compromise certain politicians, especially when the children are involved. It's absolute for blackmail purposes. My own daughter was certainly trafficked that way. And I couldn't prevent it any more than I could prevent my own. It was I wasn't able to think to take a stand for anything. I had no free thought on my own. I was totally robotic, completely conditioned my whole life, programmed on various NASA and military installations, um, DARPA installations, just really high level, sophisticated, structured MK Ultra mind control programming. It's a very systematic application. And the scientific formula created absolute robotic compliance. So I did exactly what I was tortured and programmed to do. And that's what a presidential model is, is one who has no free thought whatsoever, can deliver messages to and from government leaders. And also, if it's to sexually compromise, then there are those that would be specialized that way, but then, you know, it might be a part of everyone for all I know. I don't, I don't know all of it. I know that there was 
a charm school that actually trained girls in fulfilling sexual perversion. So, And in your time during the program, did you come into contact with other victims in the program? Did you come into contact with them? Or, or, and would you have been aware of it if you did? Um, yes, I, I was aware of it with some. I had a friend that I had been programmed with at charm school. And I say a friend because I have great compassion for her. She hasn't been able to remember her past. She was thrust back in and taken back and reprogrammed immediately. But she tried to break free and reached out to me. And she's sad. No one would believe the things that I can't remember. That is an amazing statement for someone who can't think to speak out in any way or to reclaim their free thought. No one would believe the things I can't remember. There were others that I knew, especially in the entertainment industry, within the country music industry, where I was used in, that was the country music industry was taken over by the CIA for drug and human trafficking operations, particularly cocaine operations. So within the country music industry, there were certain entertainers that were, you know, heavily programmed as well. People like Loretta Lynn, for example, was MK Ultra mind controlled. And she was also used on a White House Pentagon level. Senator Byrd claimed to be her owner as well. So she wasn't prostituted per se, but she was certainly used in her own capacity on that level. So sticking within, like you were just talking about the country music scene, yes. for example. So let's just stick to kind of like the music industry or Hollywood for a moment. Roseanne Barr, who I know gave an introduction at one of your speeches, she stated that MK Ultra runs Hollywood. Now, do you think... Absolutely. It, right, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, do you think, is this the case? Absolutely. There's no question about it. The whole Disney involvement in MK Ultra Mind Control and the programming epicenter that's there. There's even military aspects where there's there's um, military compound on Disney, you know. So you start to question why Disney because World. the underground, yeah, the underground of Disney World is an MK Ultra Mind Control programming epicenter, and that's why Disney is so heavily involved in pushing a pedophile agenda because they know that sexually abusing a child prior to age five makes them compliant. So there's a, a major connection into NASA, into the Hitler Himmler research, into Project Paperclip that brought the Nazi and fascist scientists into the U.S. That Disney's just tied up in that right from the get-go. So I was programmed there and other entertainers are, are taken there as well. Disney's reach into um, the entertainment industries on many, many levels is extreme, even into the music industry. Like when Michael Jackson had his meltdown, he was around age 30. He was sent to Disney World for reprogramming. And the more you know, the more you see and you start seeing like, why is it when these people have these mental breakdowns that they're sent to Disney World, you know, or, or Disneyland? Why? And it's because of the MK Ultra mind control there. I mean, it's DARPA, NASA level, it's very sophisticated, high level uh, programming that goes on in the underworld of Disney World. So, am I right in thinking that within the program, sometimes they use Disney movies such as Alice in Wonderland, for example? to kind of, when they create these 
different compartments in the brain or they want people to think that something is maybe like in a world of make-believe they use some of these Disney films within the program is that right and then take people to Disney World to reinforce that programming yes yes it, it, it works that way um in my case since I was born in 1957, early 60s. I was thrust into MK Ultra Mind Control. Pinocchio, you know, the little puppet boy, was um, really big and a strong influence in in my circumstance. And and Cinderella working like a, a slave, you know. So those are a few of the Disney themes that, that I was exposed to. Disney and the Wizard of Oz are very, very closely associated as well. Looking into the history on that, Wizard of Oz was heavily used during the years that I was being programmed for MK Ultra Mind Control. It's because the, the conscious mind operates on a different level. It critically analyzes, it questions, it knows fantasy from reality. It has that ability to um, discern and that ability to analyze and be logical about it. Whereas the subconscious mind just takes information in. And so Anytime trauma occurs, our subconscious mind is wide open to being manipulated and easily led. So just talking about Disney World, a lot of the young stars that were in the Disney Club, I think it was called, you know, people like Britney, um, Ryan Gosling, Shia LaBeouf, yeah. um, they were all in at the same time. Yeah, and then a lot of these people around age 27 to 30, they had these breakdowns the Britney one being the most famous one. And you say that this is around the age that people's programming starts undoing. So do you think that someone like Britney, for example, could have been in MKUltra or Project Monarch? Because there is a lot of similarities, say, between Britney's story and your own story. She has an abusive father. You know, it seems like her life is, is completely controlled. There's a lot of symbolism and occultism within her music. There's so much to me, that backs up her being a part of Project Monarch. Is that something that you've looked at at all? I, I recognize so many signs. I have a lot of compassion for her and her circumstance. And knowing that she was Disney from the onset and knowing what Disney does. Also, she came on the scene at a very young age and that kind of blurred a line and was starting to promote the pedophile agenda in a whole new way because she, she came across very sexually. The more we know, the more we see in situations like that. And around age 30, the neuron pathways in the brains kind of open up. So compartmentalized memory starts leaking and people get memory flashes of childhood abuse around that time because electrochemical changes that, that happen naturally in the brain around that time. And so I was going to be killed at age 30 so that I wouldn't remember anything that had happened. They weren't going to take a chance on that because I knew the groundwork for NAFTA, the human and drug trafficking. I was exposed to so much. I was going to be killed before I would think to remember all that. But around age 30, since I was turning 30, well, they figured I was too old to use sexually anymore anyway. So they were just going to get rid of me for all those reasons. But primarily because at 30, those neuron pathways start to open up. So that's something to, to consider. You know, we see the meltdown of certain entertainers right about the age of 30. And many of them suicide at that time as well. And, you know, the more you know, the more you see it's MK Ultra Mind Control. And those are 
significant indicators of it. Michael Jackson melted down at the same time. He was raised during the years that I was um, just a couple hours from where I was raised. So the, the parallels there were extreme and seeing his programming breaking up and he was sent, like I said, to Disney World. Look too at Michael Jackson because I think he's one of the most glaring examples of MK Ultra mind control using masks because they were afraid he was going to start speaking and they didn't want him talking about it because it was coming out in some of his musical writing. He was um, talking about, you know, have you seen my childhood and things like that. So they wanted to silence him. They put a mask on him because it makes people feel like they don't have a voice. He also started whispering about that time when he did use it because they were trying to silence him from being able to speak out and, but yet keep using him musically. So a lot of compassion there. Um, What would Michael Jackson have chose to do with his life had he been free? I think he was a very loving person with good intentions. Until we start factoring mind control, we got to start factoring it into not only the justice system, but into our perceptions because the entertainment industry is specifically used to manipulate minds on a mass scale, subliminally and otherwise, harmonically especially. So like with someone like Britney, say she was part of Project Monarch, like could she, is it feasible that she could even be um, exploited as like a sex slave? I mean, she has a song called Slave For You, for example. And prior to her shaving her hair off, one of the things she actually said before that famous photograph was, I just want people to stop touching me. Yeah, more you know, the more you hear, the more you see, you know, it just, it just starts making sense and we can understand what's happened. She's reached out and pleaded for help so many times. And the financial control is another part of MK Ultra mind control. When people don't have any financial freedom, they're more um, reliant on others. And she was never given her financial freedom. Finally, I guess the courts awarded her some measure of financial freedom. That's only one piece of the puzzle. She needs help on all levels, not just one that that creates an illusion of freedom. The entertainment industry is used, like I said, in in her case, probably to promote pedophilia, the high sexuality there, the occultism and everything else that came out. The harmonics that are used are very significant because harmonic is a technological aspect of mind control that's coming into music and it's both audible and sub-audible. And it's also used in advertisement and television news. They can use harmonics to vibrate the neuron pathways of the brain. Well, something that you said to us in the previous episode that made me think was you explained how when your brain was compartmentalized, you could be exhausted over here, one, one side of your brain, but then when you switched, you actually didn't feel that exhaustion, which would be very handy, wouldn't it, for some of these stars yeah. have these grueling schedules where they're going yes. on tour, they're flying here, they're doing this, they're doing that. Well, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? Because they can work these people to the bone as well as getting them to project their agenda onto you know, their audience. Yes, and, and you get it, you know, extreme talents in there like what Michael Jackson have had and the, the the moves that he could do were just just absolutely superhuman you know and so there you go again you know that when you got the compartmentalized memory the energy is endless and the ability to move according to program 
the flexibility aspects can be extreme. So also for sports people, I know people like Serena Williams had a breakdown around that age, Tiger Woods too. And a lot of these celebrities as well, they have alters. Serena Williams has spoken openly about having all these alternate personalities. Even Britney had an alter, this different persona where she wore a, a pink wig and spoke in a British accent. A lot of them have British accents as well as their alters. These are US celebrities, but we know from the research into MK Ultra that alters is a big part of it as well. So do you think that is yet again, that's something that we're seeing from MK Ultra? We're, we're getting a glimpse into these other people's alters. They, they talk about them and they try to bring that out. Alter is an interesting word in itself when you consider the um, ritualistic altar of occultism. So just using words like that in mental health can lock in someone's programming. And mental health has been very much kept in the dark, very ignorant on how to help people who have been traumatized, not only deliberately traumatized through Satanism or whatever, but then programmed. So that information has just been omitted from mental health. And survivors when they need help should just pick up PTSD time to heal and apply those methods to themselves. They're very easy to self-apply. I wish somebody could get a book to Brittany, you know, that would be great because then she might be able to start healing herself and she doesn't even have to tell anybody. That's the best part. When you heal from within with a pen and paper, nobody needs to know until you've healed completely. When you can identify all abusers and reclaim your strength of spirit again is so important. Did did you have any alters when you were in the program, any split personalities? By terminology, I just refer to it as compartmentalization because the neuron pathway shut down and compartmentalized memory of traumatic events so the rest of the mind can function normally. And then as more and more and more traumatic events are deliberately inflicted and programming occurs. There's no continuity in between. So my father's sexual abuse was in here. I couldn't think to bring that to mind until he came in to sexually abuse me again. So that would trigger that open with him coming in to do that. And so I, you could call that an alter or personality just for my father. And, and then there was the pornography over here. And then there was the occultism over here. And then there was, you know, and so it goes. So you get all these different ones and these different projections because only the memory of that event is stored in there. In my case, rather than allowing for a dedicated personality per se for certain people or circumstances, mine was systematically programmed. Like there would be a compartment deliberately created for uh, delivering a message to a drug lord from the CIA, you know, okay, so then they would put a trigger on it and they would use like um, Wizard of Oz theme triggers, follow the yellow brick road, go exactly the path that I was supposed to go to deliver the message to the great and powerful Oz or whatever, you know, and they, they would just know to use that language. Because again, what I was um, attempting to say before in the subconscious, not having any ability to 
logically reason or consciously comprehend or question anything. It's just information in. There's no logic associated with it. So it's easy to manipulate. And a fantasy trigger can be put in place, especially if a child's conditioned to it from childhood, like a Disney movie or, or Wizard of Oz or whatever, Alice in Wonderland, those, those kind of things. So then they use those particular triggers to trigger that part open. And then the message is then delivered because that's all that's really in there. So it's not a personality. That's why I refer to it as compartmentalization, because in my life's experience, it was much more of that kind of thing than it was a dedicated personality to somebody. Yeah, because there's a video clip, for example, of Britney, where the word weird is mentioned. And then suddenly it's like a trigger word has been said. And then she reverts to like a childlike personality. She starts speaking like a eight-year-old child. And then very quickly snaps out of it and breaks into tears. It's very strange. And you said the word trigger. It it feels like a trigger. I'm not sure whether it was a word. Yes. Those triggers are something to consider in the most literal sense with all the mass shootings that we have in the U.S. right now, especially the school shootings and everything else. There's definitely MKUltra mind control involved. And it's used to traumatize the nation, which makes the nation suggestible and more easily led. So if they want to divert attention away from the discussions going on about the global reset with a a World Economic Forum or something like that, then they get a school shooting over here, traumatize everybody, divert attention and create a heightened suggestibility. And they just need to use one MKUltra mind controlled programmed shooter and trigger that person into action. There was a a mayor who is very much pro new world order in the US and runs um, Chicago, which is extremely violent. And she called for the taking up of arms. She called for violence. And the weekend after, I mean, she called for it like on a Friday and that weekend, mass shootings all across the nation. Was it her calling for the taking up of arms? Was it something on TV? It could be a number of things. The fact is, is that that was called for and that is sufficient to trigger violence. Certain movies do like um, Hunger Games is, is real significant. There are just different movies, um, the purge election year, you know, those, and they trigger violence as soon as they're running repeatedly, because repetition is another aspect of mind control. We need to start looking beyond, beyond the shooter to see who's pulling their strings, to see who's really pulling the trigger their trigger that's making them do it. And when we understand that and get to that, we're going to be able to get a harness on this violence imposed on society. Well, Reese had the good one about the most recent thing that came out of the Biden administration regarding the shooting, which was the censorship, rather than looking at the individual. They always use it as an excuse to enforce more gun control. But then like Adam just said, they, they also wanted to up the online censorship because they don't want people to be radicalized by social media or the or like the internet well there was no evidence to say that this shooter was radicalized by the internet why do we need more censorship but there's always an agenda behind these things so do you think with a lot of these shootings or whatever these people are patsies they are mk ultra victims they've somehow been got to 
Yes. And you, you bring up a brilliant point. You just, you just so, you're so intelligent the way that you connect the dots and pull things together. And people need to do that more and realize that these perpetrators, these, these people ushering in this new world order slave society agenda always do things for more than one reason. So uh, it's just the way that they, they operate. They're always going to make sure that they get benefit here, benefit there, you know, multi-benefits out of any kind of, of national trauma like that. So absolutely, it's used to divert. They're trying so hard to bring in gun control. It's not going to happen, but they're sure working it with everything they got, imposing difficulties more and more. And the censorship is so off the scale. As a matter of fact, the very day that mayor of Chicago called for everyone to take up arms, you know, calling for violence in society, I was censored, completely censored my, my interview taken down for saying that people can heal from mind control. And they said that was medical misinformation. Well, obviously it's not. I have, there are many others, many, that the numbers are so enormous on it that they're trying to censor the use of the terms MKUltra completely and, and doing what they can to impose censorship. Again, because knowledge is our defense against mind control. They don't want the knowledge out there. We've got to keep, keep raising that awareness anyway. Um, truth makes us free. Absolutely. We don't have things like high school shootings in England because obviously we don't have guns here, but we've had a whole host of terrorist attacks or terror attacks, as they like to say now. They even want to own the word terror. They're using it as a trauma base because trauma is the basis of mind control and it's a mind control agenda. How many times did you see that on TV? How many times did the news replay it? I saw it. I saw it a hundred times here and I don't even watch the news. It was just constantly in, in my face. It was in my face on social media. There'd be a clip of it. And it was a constant thing. Um, so that's their point. They want to do the repetition over and over and over and show people the trauma, pay attention to what's being said at that time, because the subliminals that are happening then, even harmonically, it could be happening. The flashing of the, the, the lights, the neuro-linguistic programming, the language of the subconscious is all happening right at that moment when you're seeing that over and over and over again. And that's what they needed from that. It's not that they needed to see so many people killed by that one person as they needed to traumatize the nation. Something else, I mean, we spoke about there about things being a distraction. Something which hardly got any media coverage was obviously the Jelaine Maxwell trial and the whole Epstein yeah. thing. Mm. I, I've, I've heard you speak, like during your time in the programme, I believe you even went to some islands in the Caribbean. What do you make of that whole situation, the Epstein Island? What do you think really went on there? Obviously, that was a bit after your time, but... From your experience, what would you say is the truth behind Epstein and Epstein Island? Yes, I was. I was pre-Epstein Island, but it was still all the groundwork was being laid just the same. And I was in the Virgin Islands often, and I was there under direction of Madeleine Albright, who is head of the Organization of American States. She was the Secretary of State. Um, in the United States, very powerful position, um, mentor to Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton 
looked up to her tremendously, human trafficker, drug trafficker, and worse. I mean, just absolutely horrific what was involved at that time. And because of the Clinton's involvement and everything else, so it was uh, spanning throughout the Caribbean and Haiti and, you know, this, the same players, same people, same situations and places like Epstein Island where everybody met to fulfill perversions and to blackmail each other. And, you know, that was a way of life that I was exposed to at Bohemian Grove, for example. Everybody knew that the cameras were on. Everybody knew the children were being used and that people like who were turning 30 would be disposed of in a ritual or whatever. Whatever was going on there was all being filmed and it was being used for blackmail purposes. Since they couldn't even trust each other, they're such criminals, they can't even trust each other, but they could if they all had the dirt on each other. So they had this giant vault full of all the videos of the time. How many of those kind of videos did Epstein have? It's the same thing. They can meet there. They can indulge in anything they want because everybody who is there is now bound by the line of blackmail that's going on. It's their mode of operation. It's just how they work. So what happened there is just one more branch of it. And it certainly needs to be exposed. We need to know who was abusing the children there. And we need to consider the fact that there were children there, not just 17-year-old girls are given massages. That is not what goes on in those places. The truth needs to come out. And until the Clintons are brought down and that whole aspect, you know, I think that's going to be key to unraveling the whole mess. It will lead right into Epstein Island because all the groundwork was being laid back in the days when my daughter and I were being trafficked. I mean, you could even see a temple on Epstein's Island. Yeah. So I can only imagine what that is used for. But rather than speculating on that, let's just go back to Bohemian Grove for a second. Because am I right in understanding that you you actually went to Bohemian Grove? Could you just explain? We know what Bohemian Grove is. We've watched the Alex Jones documentary where... The big 60-foot owl Moloch. Moloch effigy, and they're all around with robes. And, you know, many of our listeners might have seen the Alex Jones footage from that where he's filming from the bushes kind of crazy but this is somewhere that you've actually been yourself and seen this numerous times and it's like a playground for the for the new world order for the for the different government leaders it's not just us there's an aspect of it i think that is more high level business the you know richer people in the us maybe Um, I'm not familiar with that. I'm only familiar with the other purpose of it, which is the ultimate purpose of it. And world leaders met there. That's where the new world order was being discussed. Mass genocide through vaccines was discussed there back then in the 1980s. So the plan for the new world order and how it was going to unfold, what was happening with the groundwork for NAFTA, and NAFTA was a giant step towards implementing the new world order All that was discussed right there and is detailed in Transformation of America, which, you know, again, is my testimony for Congress. It's on my website. It's secured there. All my books are secured there and they're packed full of pertinent information that people can use, especially PTSD time to heal. I posted it in ebook form with a 
pay what you can, if you can options so everybody can have it now, regardless of income, because of the financial aspect that's being imposed on us all now, the financial controls. And again, all that was discussed at Bohemian Grove. Exactly what we're experiencing today was plotted and planned back done. So, you know, what is going on with the meetings that are happening today? Just more of the same plotting and planning of these people who don't think like we do. They don't care about us. They call us useless eaters. They think that we don't have any reason to be on this planet. And I can't relate to their need for power and control. It doesn't make any sense to me because I'm all about freedom and peace and love, but they're all about um, hatred, fear, and control. So I don't, I don't get that, but they sure had a good time sitting around talking about it at Bohemian Grove. And other than the planning and plotting, because in the fame, in, in the infamous Alex Jones video, you can, I think you can hear like an audio of someone screaming and it looks like they're doing some kind of mock sacrifice, but there's real sacrifices going on there. Yes, it's a, a trauma for some, but it's really more to prove that certain MK Ultra slaves like myself are being eliminated and the secrets are dying with the person. That's where I was to be killed. And I was supposed to go out in the, you know, quote, blaze of glory. And Mark Phillips intercepted that. So fortunately for me, that wasn't my demise. But yes, that happens to, to many. And it's for that purpose. It's not because they're worshiping Satan and think that they're bringing on some kind of power of Satan. Instead, it's about secrecy. Overall, anybody there was just a part of it. There wasn't anybody there who was surprised by anything going on. Not when I was there, because it was the higher level aspect of things. They might have been surprised if they saw Alex Jones with a video camera in the bushes, but um, probably not by anything going on within by Bohemian Grove. Something else on the sort of more bizarre front of things that we wanted to talk to you about was something called the most dangerous game, which is effectively human hunting. Is, could, could you just I mean, this this was so outrageous to us when we heard this. Is this something you could break there, down for people? There was a little bit evidence that the British royals used to do it over in France. Many, I think the British and Dutch royals used to do it over in France. They used to let peasants go and they, they would hunt them on horseback. And obviously still to this day in the UK, they do this fox hunting, which is so cruel and barbaric. Most of the British public are dead against it. I mean, I've got my little little dog in the background, my, my little fox. So it breaks my heart, the, the thought of them doing this. But um, hunting down a beautiful animal and tearing that to shreds isn't human hunting. I mean, this is like the purge brought to real life. Yes, well, that's what's wrong with, with the purge and, and, and all like that, because it, it, it glorifies it. It was actually a military maneuver. It was a survival maneuver where they were trained to be able to um, be in a combat situation and where they are being hunted down, so to speak. And then it transferred over to a perversion. It transferred over where they would hunt people like myself. I know for a fact that George Bush Jr. was hunted by Dick Cheney and his father on a compound on Mount Shasta. That was just a part of traumatization of many in MKUltra and also just a game, a perverse game for people like the Clintons and the, the Bushes. It's just something that they enjoyed doing. 
what is the setting that this is taking place? Is it in a woods? Is it, you know, where, where is this exactly? I'm sure there's different compounds for it, but in my case, it, it was in the woods. And there's different settings for it, different places and, and places where they can just spontaneously do it. Oftentimes it's done in more of a military aspect though, because again, it was a military training operation originally that just expanded into a very perverse and very traumatic game um, within MKUltra. So you talk about Dick Cheney and father George Bush tormenting George Bush Jr. and even playing this uh, most dangerous game with with him. I mean, I'm guessing they weren't going to actually kill him. It was probably just to right. just to scare him. So do you think whilst George Bush was president, he was like the subject of their tortures? He was effectively a victim just like yourself? Is that how you view George Bush Jr.? Absolutely. No question about it. And of course, Dick Cheney was right there and, you know, was had had always than a handler, but that's the power behind the scene is the same handful over and over and over and over again. When Cheney was out hunting and shot his attorney in the face, I don't know if that went around the world, but it sure made the news in the U.S., but he shot his attorney in the face with a spurred shot and um, it didn't kill him, but it was still outrageous that he would be so careless. George Bush Jr., they put the camera on him before he'd been briefed or had been programmed on what to say. And they asked him about it. And he said, if he would shoot his attorney in the face, imagine what he'd do to the likes of you. That is a quote verbatim that they always said. Well, I, matter of fact, I said it earlier on the Marilyn Monroe thing, you know, that they would kill Marilyn Monroe in front of everyone. Imagine what they do to the likes of you. That was just a commas MK Ultra mind control program, you know, and if they would kill this person, imagine what they do to the likes of you. So he spewed his program right there. And I was like, oh my gosh, my compassion for him in that moment, because he was like so horrified by it. And yet he was spewing program. That's how it works. And the controls over him um, were extensive. They tried to keep the cameras off him because he couldn't make a spontaneous comment anyway. He couldn't think to. He had to be programmed for it. That's a sign of a Manchurian candidate and one being put in place for ushering in the new world order. Well, one thing that we found out later about George Bush Jr. was he didn't write any of his speeches. They were all written for him. Sure. And then you think, well, if he was president, surely he'd want to do all his own species, would want to address the people himself. But apparently he didn't do any of that. And it, and it reminds me straight away of Biden, because Biden, when he goes off, off script, he just starts spewing absolute nonsense. It's like there's a lot of similarities there. Do you think Biden could be a victim of this program? I mean, Biden has a lot of suspect behavior around children he's very touchy-feely doesn't seem yeah. to have boundaries so in that sense I kind of think well he could be a predator but then in the other sense he's cognitively all over the place and seems like he could be a victim of the program you know he's, he's, his son Hunter is obviously ex- extremely troubled what's the reason for that also exactly exactly you got the multi-generational abuse happening there and when you look at Biden before um, the election was stolen 2020 so blatantly while everyone was sheltering at home with, with COVID. He's different. He's not, he's not the same at all. And it, it's um, programming. I'm not exactly sure ex- who's programmed, if it's even 
the same because there are doubles. I have no idea. All I know is that no thought process is going on anymore. He was so criminally corrupt and connected before elections were stolen. So, you know, it, it raises additional questions with me. I wonder what in the world is going on there. He was already corrupt enough. Usually, if someone is not cooperating with the New World Order agenda, then they are mind controlled to do so, like Ronald Reagan. Um, Reagan was very much, he, he was opposing the New World Order agenda and the mind control agenda that was going in. So the assassination attempt on him so early on after he was elected was to get him out of the way. So George Bush, who was his vice president, would just take over. Well, he took over anyway. Um, Reagan didn't die, but the trauma was sufficient for mind control. So at that point, I know that mind control was used on Ronald Reagan. And he sold our country out so horribly to the new world order during his administration. Would he have done that? Who knows? He didn't have his free thought anymore. George Bush took that. So the new world order agenda will make sure that they have people who are either going to willingly comply with it or they're traumatized and programmed into doing it. Who knows what technology they've got these days to ensure that 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 happens. You know, so Biden was totally complicit with the new world order. He was completely for it. He was already complying. He was already moving towards it. He was attached to everybody, you know, like Byrd and Clintons and Bush. And, you know, I mean, he was already completely involved. He was making these horrific deals like the, um, he was caught doing in, in Ukraine, the horrible things that he was involved in. What happened to Hunter? Oh my gosh. The things that were on Hunter's laptop that have been kept from people, that's like Epstein Island on a laptop that, that we're not able to see. You know, I mean, we, we, need, we have a right to this information to know who is so-called ruling us. You know, what is going on? What happened to Biden? Why was this done? Because all of a sudden there's absolutely no one home when prior to the steal of elections 2020, he was obviously thinking very criminally and very cleverly. What happened? Why? We, we deserve the answers on that. We need to know. And we need to be very mindful going forward of how Manchurian candidates are being placed all around the world. Not only the multi-generational ones like Justin Trudeau, it's something we've got to factor into the equation. Mind control needs to be understood and factored into every aspect of life because they have permeated every aspect of life with it and all things sacred. So knowledge is our defense and we got to take that information and evolve with that knowledge going forward in order to make sure that we have people who represent us and ultimately that we can govern our own minds and live our own lives above all. We don't need government to live it for us. I understand what you're saying with Biden, but so he, he was a very criminally corrupt individual before the election. Now he seems completely cognitively unaware of what's going on. A lot of people put it down to dementia or he's going senile, but what that happened, that switch, that change happened that quickly. It doesn't make any sense. But like you said, if he was so criminally 
corrupt and on board with the agenda, why would they need to do that? It raises questions, you know, and these are the kind of questions that as people wake up to understand how they're being manipulated by trauma, it's evolutionary in so many ways what's happening. It's so easy for me to see. It's like, um, because that was my experience too. And, and when they first wake up, they're like, oh my gosh, this whole world's gone insane. Because in, in the moment that you become aware of it is when it feels the craziest. And ultimately then logic needs to come into that equation. And the best way to do that is to pick up a pen and write out the fears, write out the trauma, write out the concerns, write out the crazy that you see, um, write it out and always with a solution. Because when you think in terms of a solution, you force your brain to fire in new directions and you open neuron pathways in a whole new direction that lifts you out of the trauma, that lifts you out of the negativity and the fear and the crazy. So staying in the realm of the crazy for a little while. So we've already talked about you, you overheard conversations about things like depopulation, some kind of a, a, a virus outbreak or a vaccine agenda. Is it true that you even heard conversations regarding aliens, a fake alien invasion, Operation Bluebeam, effectively? Is this something that you that you also overheard conversations of and you have memory of? Yeah, that was to be like... Um the card up the sleeve, you know, would be to do an alien trauma. And they're like, oh, we're invaded. Look out. The, the thing is, I've by everything that I understood from conversations at Bohemian Grove and everything like that, the aliens would be more multidimensional. You know, there's other aspects to this to consider. And they would refer to um, aliens are really us in the future that, that, that time travel is involved or whatever. And they would discuss all these other, other aspects of things and how an alien invasion, because so much information has been suppressed, so much technology has been suppressed for so long and, and kept under wraps of, of national security or whatever form of secrecy is imposed globally, that when people do see it, it will be alien to them, you know, that it would be. And now as people are waking up, you know, it's like, whoa, you know, it's be easier to believe that it's an alien invasion than to consider that we share this planet with very dark energy force, a small handful of criminal people who don't think like we do at all. Their greatest fear is the strength of the human spirit. You know, they can't relate to it. Okay, so what does that make them? Does it make them demons? Does it make them aliens? Those people who are here for us to affect, you know, they want to create this idea that they are beyond our realm to affect. They want to be unreachable. They want to make us think that we can't stop them. We can. We just, number one, stop complying. And number two, realize that they are here right now and they can too be stopped. They can be brought to justice and taken out of power. And we need to realize that. But they figured if people got to that point, then they would play the alien card and terrorize people with that and make it feel like it's beyond their realm to affect. I would just absolutely say that if it's terrorizing, it's something that's being used and it isn't real. That's not how it's going to unfold. That's not where the truth is. The truth is there's a handful of perpetrators using any trauma that they can pull 
they have played the demon one. They've played the Satan one completely. Look at all the Satanism, the proliferation and the projection of it and the promotion of it. You know, they, they've played that one. I think the only one they have left to really play is the alien one. So if it's scary, let's all think for ourselves and think aliens, what would they do? What would other, you know, intelligent beings do? <laughs> Probably avoid this planet. You know, I go, whoa, those people are, you know are weird. I see a similarity there between that and 9-11 because it's like the biggest trump card is Operation Bluebeam. You know, 9-11, oh, we scare so many people, but what could we really yeah. scare yeah. everyone around the planet with? Not just Americans that lost their life on American soil. And even if it was some kind of an alien invasion or attack, just because it's aliens, it doesn't stop the fact that it's just another false flag. It could be using reverse exactly. technology, but it's effectively the same play that they always play from the same playbook. Yep. It's just using technology that we're not aware of. Well, in 9-11, they might have been using the sound technology Something. to demolish the building. It I is. mean, is it a far, far reach? Um, well, the CIA is trained that the best lies are rooted in truth. And so they come up with like a formula for rat poison where it's 99% nutritious for the rat, but it's that that last bit that gets you, you know? So um, if they can take something like Satanism and completely traumatize people and the people go, oh, that's just a trauma base. You can't dismiss the fact that evil exists. You can't dismiss the fact that there's a dark energy force because that is them. That's what they are. And by the same token, if they pull the alien card, you know, we can say, oh, all right, we're on to that. It's trauma. We're going to dismiss it. But later on, somewhere down the way, you know, we need to consider, oh, what really is out there? What are the possibilities? We have so much to explore and investigate on our own when we don't have secrecy blocking our progresses. You know, we can we can do that. So we don't want to toss that out. They're, they're going to root it in something that we really need to examine. And so that to get us to toss the whole thing up. So we don't want to do that. We want to be very, very careful in this process and realize, okay, well, maybe they're, maybe they are aliens of old that invaded, you know, maybe they're different species. Maybe, you know, there's so many things to consider. The fact is they are not like us and they do not like us and they need to be stopped. They're an extremely small handful. That's how they can even just keep meeting in secrecy you know, because they are just a small cabal, they're just a small handful, and they need to be stopped. We need to stop following them. We need to stop complying. That's giant step number one. Truth frees us from fear, you know, and the truth is they're scared of us. They're scared of the power of love. They're scared of the strength of the human spirit, because when we have free thought, which is why they use mind control, is because without free thought, there's no free will. Without free will, there's no soul expression, strength of spirit. That's the only way they can suppress the human spirit is they can suppress our expression of it. They can't possess it. They can't touch it. They can't stop it. It's an energy force that can't be destroyed. So they can only suppress our expression of it through mind control. When we reclaim our free thought, we have that. We just won. It comes with a free thought. Truth frees us from their fear. They lose control. 
We have the strength of human spirit. We win. We already won. The game is over. We just need to claim our victory. And the only way to claim our victory is to stop complying and get over the fear and reclaim our free thought. It's time. This is our time. It's what we're here for. That's brilliant, Kathy. I think think we can leave it there. I mean, there's a quote here I have. The the only way to world peace is through mind control of the masses from Ronald Reagan. But you've kind of outlined the only way to peace is through the complete opposite of that, which is exactly how we feel. He said things like that, that he parroted, that someone would have told him to say. You look back on his quotes prior to that, prior to the assassination attempt on him and there's a lot of profound ones about the sanctity of free thought and the importance of safeguarding it and preserving the integrity of free thought. Free thought is sacred and that is our saving grace. And we just simply need to realize it and stop following the lies and the trauma and the terror that's being imposed on us by a handful that are hell bent on dominating us. We're amazing. We have so much possibility ahead of us. It's going to be beautiful as people wake up and reclaim their free thought. I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Schism. We've got plenty more episodes on the way. In the meantime, follow us on our Instagram at schism.tv. Keep watching the skies.